Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Z Nation fans, welcome to another episode of the Z Nation After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Season 4, Episode 2, Escape from Zona. And guys, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> well, guys, oh man, this episode was an adrenaline rush to say the least. That's, that's a good way to put it. Oh. A little intense. A little intense. Just a little bit. How are we all feeling tonight? Well, good. Good. Yeah. Good. How are you doing? Good. A little intense. Uh-huh. little intense. <laughs> Still reeling a little bit? Just a bit. Well, let's not waste any time. Hey there, Z Nation fans. Welcome to another episode of our after show. Tonight we're talking about Escape from Zona. Uh, let's not waste any time. Let me introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. You can follow me on all the social medias at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. To her left, Michelle Cullen. Hello, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. Uh, and to her left, joining us in studio is our very, very special guest, Sydney Vieng Luong. Perfect. Woo-hoo! That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. AKA, you may know her as the wonderful Sun May yes. on the show. Yes. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. We are also going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVZNation, as well as an eye on the live chat. Thank you, Katie, for uh, taking care of that. This is Um, how you keep me. Before we get started, and before I forget, because we ran out of time last week, I want to go ahead and give you guys just a quick second to talk about iTunes. Folks, thank you so much to everybody who's gone to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you. And it's the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show that we're putting on. It's because of your continued support that we're able to keep this after show going in the format that it is. So, guys, those those comments really do help. It's what keeps the lights on here and keeps us at these fancy desks. And if you guys do leave a comment, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to a couple of people who left comments over the hiatus. Because, like I said, we ran out of time last week. I want to uh, love it by Rainbow iPhone, who gives five stars. Your podcast is awesome fun, and I love that you have the cast in uh, into chat as well. And uh, we had somebody say, great finale by uh, FL Moto Chick. Love the finale wrap-up. Can't wait for season four. So thank you guys so, so much for your continued support. You guys are awesome, and it means a lot to us. So thank you. All right. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's just go around the table real quick. Impressions of this week's episode. It definitely had a few things that I wasn't expecting, but overall I am really not surprised that our nice little zombie-free paradise just completely... (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You're saying you're not surprised that Zona didn't work out? We're watching (laughs) V-Nation. Michelle? I'm surprised we didn't have more time in Zona. Because it was kind of a, for all the build a very up big build-up to that, to have it be that Warren wakes up and now everything's going to crap. 
kind of. Um, That's what happens when our characters show up at some place nice. That was it. If she had we stayed just got in a, a coma, nice little yeah, exactly. Yeah, if she had stayed in a coma, the place would probably be still doing great. <laughs> we got a nice little two-year delay on this one, but it's a going pattern. Every time they show up and some place seems to have its act together, by the end of the episode, it will be in shambles. Because that's just how we work. <laughs> how about you, Sydney? Um, I read the script, so I know what. what I'm doing. <laughs> that's fair. So basically, <laughs> listing off like because something this episode did really well is setting up a lot of questions to be answered later on. So for for you, you're like, yeah, I know that, I know that one already, I know that one already, I know that yeah. one. <laughs> Should we have much. someone bring you in popcorn so you can eat it while we're making predictions? Yeah, I'll just, just be just like, like, yep. Yep, entertainment. Yep. <laughs> For me, I I really enjoyed uh, this episode. I thought this episode was a great example of how well this show uh, can build tension. Um, because there were the scenes with Addie and 10K having a standoff with one another. I was on the edge of my seat. And, you know, trying to escape from Zona was also kind of, you know... Uh, if you could zoom in on my knuckles at the time, like I'm sure I was white knuckled throughout that enti- those entire sequences. So this was definitely a fun one. It was a good, good tense episode. Um, I do want to ask though, just kind of off um, talking about like what, like how good this episode was at like building tension and atmosphere. Um, how has it been so far, like, coming back to this show? Because we'll talk about it a little bit later, but your character had probably one of the most straight-up hair-raising scenes in the entire series, I think, to date. Which was? Which was just the scene where she wakes up and everyone's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was a pretty that was a pretty fun scene to, <laughs> to tape, but um, I... Yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing that's revealed in the episode. It's just kind of like a big question mark, and I don't even know what that question, what is that question mark, the answer to that question mark, or what I actually see. Because I asked the director, and I'm like, what am I actually seeing? We don't even know. So <laughs> they'll figure it out in season five if there is a season so five. So they, yeah. they gave you nothing in terms of illuminating what was going no, on. No, <laughs> I basically had to use my imagination of what I saw out there. So well, The camp is empty. Go. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, can we talk about that a little bit? Because, like, I, it's one thing when you have other actors to play off of, and mm-hmm. it's one thing when you have dialogue to sort of draw from, but it's a completely different thing when you, as an actor, have to go out there by yourself and it's 100% just the camera angles and your emoting that mm-hmm. sell the scene. So, did you yeah. do anything in particular to prepare for this extended sequence? Um, I just do my normal homework as an actor, um, inner, inner monologue, what I'm thinking, what uh, what Sun May would be thinking, waking up with, you know, Red gone, everybody in the camp gone, um, just living in the moment and as the character. So there's nothing you can really pre-plan or pre-think, you know, about that. Um, but uh, it's definitely an exercise in having an emotional life underneath because if you're just like, uh, and with nothing going on underneath, then it's going to not come off. It's going to yeah. fall flat. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. So, but but those are the moments where it is um, fun to kind of do the subtleties of uh, what you're thinking inside and how you're feeling. So, I'm glad that it came off as a came off suspenseful well. and just build up because that was 
the hope yeah. of the, the scene. It was bone yeah. chilling. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. good. So That's, did they? Thank did, you. <laughs> did they just throw you out there and go explore the space and then just <laughs> I got direction. Abram, um, Abram, who uh, directed the uh, episode, he's he's really specific about like go here. I want you, you know, pause here. I want you to explore here, look in that tent. So um, he's very specific as far as uh, direction wise. So so you had your blocking at least. Yeah, I had my blocking. But um, he's not going to be like, raise this eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not like micromanaging your yeah, emotions. Very intense or <laughs> curl lips. Or, or, no, he's not that. But as far as like blocking, like hit this spot, hit this spot. This is where the camera's going to be and, you know, those um, directions. Well, so. it was it was really effective seeing it all come together. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so kind of talking about the, the sort of two-year time gap, when we touched on this uh, a little bit in our last recap, but all of the characters have been separated uh, for the last two years, um, they, and we've kind of gotten a little bit of a glimpse of what Sunmay has been up to, but it, it really is just that. It's It was a glimpse. Now, uh, in your mind, what do you think is uh, has been occupying Sunmay? May for the the majority of the two years uh, between seasons. Um, I had to create my own backstory because obviously there was a two year gap, and um, the first the the first episode of season four, I basically had to fill in the blanks of two years. So after the season finale of season three, I just created that me and um, Doc we ended up at a ref- refugee camp. Everyone else was either dead or ran away somewhere, and. Um, we, I just basically helped as the refugee camp doctor um, as much as I could, and that's where I've been in the, for the past two years. So. Yeah. And that must be, like, from her character standpoint, it must be very difficult for her to just hang on to any semblance of hope because she had two major missions. The first fell apart as soon as she met this group, <laughs> and then uh, she slowly saw this group fall apart until everyone was scattered to the winds. Yeah, yeah. I think that was... I was trying to play with the, the hope and the doubt of, okay, well, the, the whole point of me coming, you know, to... Uh, to Operation Bite Mark was to to get a cure for the zombie virus, and now that that's kind of, <laughs> then what what am I? Why am I here? You know, what is my purpose? What is Sunmay's purpose? So I had to make it well. The the survivor, survivors that we do have, I'm the only one who can um, you know help them either medically or emotionally or mentally because I have been in the apocalypse now for two plus years. So um, I had to rework my new mission, I guess personally. Yeah, having to kind of retroactively reevaluate where am I and like okay, yeah. what am what's going to keep me moving forward? Exactly. Um, talking about the zombie virus cure and <laughs> how it sort of did God, that didn't uh, really that, pan yeah, out. That didn't. No. Uh, but did we really think it was? No. no. no exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this opening scene because all of last week, and we got we got hints of it um, with the Stepford situation and with talks of the reset. But I kept going. When is the other shoe going to drop? Uh, in terms of Zona. When when is that shoe going to drop? And after this opening scene, I was like, right as the right as the opening thing starts to play, I'm like, there's the shoe. Yep. <laughs> there it is. So uh All initial impression. Like, don't drink and drive, guys. <laughs> just don't. That's just irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> just generally speaking, that's irresponsible. I thought for sure the guy that they hit was gonna, you know, be a Z and get back up and start attacking people, and then we have an unkillable Z in Zona. I was not expecting the feeding frenzy. 
It's like, hey, impromptu buffet. Let's do this. (laughs) I do kind of agree with that. I think my brain was going to, this is going to turn into a zombie. That's just what's logically going to happen. There's no logic in Z Nation. I should know better by now. Um, That's the tagline. There's no logic in Z Nation. Hashtag Z Nation science. What what they did, and they did it so well, is they made you uncomfortable with kind of, unfortunately, kind of commonplace behavior, if you will, Mm -hmm. uncomfortable behavior between a man and a woman, and he's drinking and driving and not keeping his eyes on the road, and also don't people have self-driving cars here, but that's yeah. the point. Maybe that's just a Murphy vehicle. But he's a man's um, man. And he drives his own car and drinks his own whiskey. <laughs> and then he <laughs> calmly hits another human being and gets out of the car and eats him. And no no part in my brain at the beginning of that scene led to that end. Yeah. So it was very well done in that twist. <laughs> that Zona was, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, when you read the script um, and then what you actually see, especially because I wasn't in Zona, my character, and I didn't shoot any scenes, I didn't, I wasn't there to see what uh, Kalita and, and Keith shot. Uh, they did a really good job as far as that, like, weird... Stepfordy. Yeah, Stepfordy Zona... Uh, neighborhood, I guess. Um, so I was really surprised. I was like, wow, they a lot of weird shit going on. <laughs> Can I say that? Um, uh, in language yeah. of the show, so yeah. Okay, yeah. we're good. Yeah, and um, yeah, the, especially the, the man with the, the golf club. Oh my that god! That was really me. creepy. Because like I said, best like, monologue this season so far, and yeah. I realize it's only episode two. <laughs> yeah, but just that bit and going on and on about how it's in the that's in the preparation and the follow through and, yeah, the, and just elbow like, straight and yeah, he he did a really good job because you could just tell like, he was just like boiling underneath uh, and just about to like something's gonna happen with this guy. So and, I, I do. Um, yeah, when I saw the scene, every, everyone was awesome and weird in their own way and, and just creepy. But him specifically, I remember, like, this guy is really, really scary. Like, he's going to do something weird. Yeah. <laughs> he just wrecked a guy. Ooh. Yeah. And he has no cognizant thought of that was wrong or I just killed a person. Yeah. None of that matters because he has opinions on golf. Yeah, <laughs> and like you were saying, just, doing something normal, but in a, yeah. such a weird, you know, way. Yeah. He also wasn't degenerative enough. Is that the word I want to use? I don't even know anymore. He he didn't. His de- cognitive as, functions didn't seem like they were that as, place, as far guess, gone yeah. as the other ones who immediately went to eating a human. He mm-hmm. just beat a human to death. He's you know he's yeah. on a different tier. Yeah. I'm okay, <laughs> but it's his food is a little loose. <laughs> Not fully like off. The people that did the people that ate another human were just super casual about it. So I feel like we have the mild dementia and we have the cognitive. Well, I just lost the word, but yeah, I think that's kind of where we're going. Less immediately turns to violence and more turns to violence and doesn't really get that there's nothing it's, that there's something wrong. It's with like that. slowly but surely the way that life has gone in Zona is being warped and distorted yeah. until like everything falls apart. It is um, super normal to just murder a man over his backswing. <laughs> Whatever. His backswing was terrible, therefore I'm justified. He ruined his game. Yeah. Well in Zona these are the most important things when you're amongst the what point zero zero Murphy missed lawn bowling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How how are they supposed to go about the rest of the game, Michelle? How are they supposed to go about doing that? Good lord, rich white people problems. 
Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, man, those, those two scenes in conjunction with one another, the opening and uh, the, the confrontation with the golfer, I, I feel like the opening did a really good job of immediately upheaving expectations and then the the scene with the golfer just kind of ramped that up to 11 in a very short amount of time. So, well done, Abram. <laughs> Holy cow. I, I will say the thing about uh, Khalid and Keith's storyline, um, Warren and Murphy, is that threw me for a loop that made me laugh a little bit is that it's Dr. Teller saying, it'll all make sense soon. We have to go. There's no time. And their entire storyline, their entire storyline of leaving the like lawn bowling people to getting on the helicopter was supposedly a 10 minute thing that took the entire 46 minutes. (laughs) Um, And it was happening at the same time as the other story that, you know, they traveled miles and did a shootout and it was, it was kind of comical to me. It's like a Dragon Ball Z episode. The planet will explode in five minutes. Ten episodes later. More like like 30 minutes. Oh my God. That was an entire season. You gotta fill up the the full hour. (laughs) There's no time. There's no time. There's so much time, Dr. Teller. No. uh, So much. Any time a character goes, there's no time to explain, I'm like, I beg to differ. You can talk and walk. There is always time to explain. You wouldn't understand. Well, tell us before your brain gives out. Or maybe that was part of his degenerative thing. He's, He's like, going, I'm out of time, I'm out of time, I'm out of time. Oh. Ah. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well done. Um, Fixing your least favorite tropes. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> speaking of, again, it's, it's, I feel so bad for Dr. Teller because at I the know. end of the last episode, I was like, yay, Dr. Teller's back. And at the end of this episode, I'm like, oh. But not do- for long. Oh, Dr. Teller's gone. Oh, that's, yep, that's about the pace of a Z Nation character. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, but part, kind of going, talking about that storyline as well is they make another stop. And that's to the founder uh, to try to get onto this helicopter escape. And they literally have to go through his house to get to the complex that has the helipads. <laughs> like, was this was Zona built like a funnel? So why did they go to the warehouse again? I've watched uh, this twice, and I still don't understand they, why they went into the they, warehouse. They went to the warehouse to get guard uniforms because oh, they thought they right. could uh, create a more convincing story to the founder in order to get to where the helicopter pad was if they were dressed up like guards as opposed to Murphy and Warren being like, hey, we're taking a pleasure cruise, even though that's what ended up working. Well, the only people getting shipped out were soldiers. That I understand. Were they going to the warehouse to get guard uniforms and then came across two guards that were their same height and body shape? And they were like, this works. That's easier. I I do not understand. I feel like that's what happened. It's the old, you know, drag them into an alleyway and come out wearing their clothes. The warehouse is the least conspicuous place to knock guards unconscious and steal their uniform and leave them (laughs) naked for dead. Well, obviously you can run around and murder people with a golf club in the warehouse and no one's going to notice. Why is that... Well, they're going insane, so I forgive the fact that they're in the warehouse. I, yeah. I'm really hung up on I'm, the warehouse. Right I'm, now. I'm, I'm going off on a limb and assuming that they're able to get away with this because everybody, as Dr. Teller explains, everybody who's been injected with Murphy's vaccine uh, is very, very quickly deteriorating. That's true. And what's interesting, again, if uh, the residents of Zona are already displaying 
uh, cannibalistic tendencies and violent, erratic behavior. Uh, you know, this don't is, have long. This is this is a very short process before I feel like they full on go like twenty eight days later rage zombies, which is strangely enough a type of zombie that we haven't seen in Z Nation yet. See, this is what I kind of love is that we've had Murphy there for two years. We got a two year time skip, and I would imagine that they got the vaccine made fairly quickly. So you've got like a year and a half generously on this vaccine, and everything's hunky dory. And then within the span of 24 hours, you are gone. Like, wow, that's a long incubation period. Mm-hmm. That's what happens just, when you wow. don't do long-term testing. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Yep. I will <laughs> say, in support of the warehouse. <laughs> Back to the warehouse. She cannot, she cannot let that say, go. There's an important subplot point that yes. I'm sure is going to come back later, where Murphy's blends yes. are shown in their incubation uh, Brisk mm-hmm. in chat is saying, I like that they wrapped the blend storyline by having them captured by yep. Zona. Yeah, that was a huge question mark we had at the end of last season. We were yeah. like, what happened? There was an entire compound of Murphy's yeah. cult, and he's just perfectly happy to have left them out there as he, uh, let's be honest, yeah, of course he would be okay leaving them out there. But I don't <laughs> They'll think... be fine, they're immune. <laughs> but yeah... I don't think he was okay. He certainly wasn't okay with them being captured and put in what is essentially cold storage. Yeah. Yep. Even for a character as morally ambiguous as Murphy, he, to an extent, really cared about these people. Mm-hmm. And it, you can definitely tell it has an emotional effect on him when he sees them shoved into this warehouse, packed away and forgotten. Congratulations. Or packed away and swept under the rug. Congratulations, this perfect life you've been living for the past two years is not at all perfect. You're just benefiting from your status. It's almost God, like... it's a metaphor for America. It's <laughs> almost like living in Zona comes at a cost. Hmm. But see, that's when we hit, like, psych- that is some horror movie madness, but that is like psychological horror movie madness, because we've had zombie horror movie madness for four seasons now. That's not new. But wandering into a different genre, almost of. <laughs> by the way, like that, I like when Z Nation. Now, does that. again, we don't necessarily want any spoilers. If you do know, if you don't, then feel free to speculate with us. Um, but my thought process, or is lie because, to us, <laughs> or, or you can say what you thought when you read the script. But since we know that Zona is falling apart at the seams right now, and they are just kind of piecing out. Do we think that the blends are going to come back in some sort of story-related capacity? Or do we think I, that's just the that's that's the wrap-up for them, that we're never going to see them again? I'm pretty sure that's the wrap-up for them, because once Zona falls apart, I would imagine there's no one in or out because it's an island. But, I mean, the people maintaining that right now, that goes right out the window, and then they could all fall, maybe? <laughs> And wind up in a <laughs> an island full of insane cannibals. Yeah, that's exactly where I want to be. That's a uh, but they're immune to zombies. I'm sort pretty of. sure there are <laughs> horror movies with where that's the scenario: winding up on an island of insane cannibals. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. that one director whose name I can never. At the remember. very least, there's a video game called Dead Island, <laughs> <laughs> which is all about zombies on an island. I think this is the end of the blends. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think they had their storyline last yeah. season, and I don't think I don't foresee them coming back. 
It would probably be a detriment to to Murphy's character because he's being reintegrated into the group. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he wouldn't really be able to reintegrate into the group if he was still the leader of another group. Exactly. So I feel like that's a Yeah, I think I think with the season they're trying to get back to the core group and a, a new mission, you know. So I don't foresee it. Michelle? I agree with that. I think the blends are done. All right. Yeah. See, what I'm wondering now is now that Zona has gone to pieces, we still have Zona agents in the wild looking for Lucy, presumably to find a better cure because Murphy has contaminants in him because he's Murphy and he's been in the apocalypse <laughs> for multiple years. Do it could think- be all that casual sex that he mentioned. <laughs> it could also be the fact that he's straight up eating human brains. That that could yeah, be like too. that might have activated something Weird, in his another DNA. virus and yeah. Ooh. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, we we have Zona agents who may or may not have contact with the island. Who knows? With Lucy. All right. So yeah, I feel like that's a good segue to talk about. Yes, uh, that's why I said it. <laughs> do we have? Thank any, you. <laughs> do we have any other thoughts regarding uh, the Zona escape with Murphy and Warren? No, not really. Probably just like the continuation of um, Warren's like visions and flashbacks and that's seeing that is going to be a is clearly being a oh i have something thing. i think i read someone commenting um who was driving the helicopter who was flying the <laughs> that's a great question vaccinated soldier okay yeah i think that's my soldiers on there npcs um, <laughs> i will say before we move on to the other storyline happening i think it's important to point out the founder and his yes. monologue and the Dooning Kruger effect, is that what it is? Mm. I didn't write it down. That's on that me. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um and it makes me curious, and this is a little prediction y, so I'll save most of it, but maybe the reset already happened and that's what's happening. Oh. Because that was you know, he's talking about that effect and how the most incompetent people actually think they're the smartest. When they don't have he's, all the information. And he's just chilling with two chicks and breathing out of his skull, and he's fine. <laughs> so he did something. Wouldn't it be crazy if the reset already happened and the timeline that we have with uh, Numerica and whatnot is actually happening like two years ago? So we have oh. one time, the Zona timeline's in the present, and everyone else is in the past. I I'm don't, sure that's not the case because I don't that's hard. Think that's the case. I don't yeah. think that's the case because in the preview we see Murphy and Warren meet up with the rest. Yeah, of the that's true. But I, I It'd be love, hard to juggle. But wouldn't that be fun? I love where your mind is. <laughs> I applaud the effort behind that theory. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's switch gears on over uh, to talk about. Um, the rest of the crew, who they have decided, they, they lose communication with the convoy that's supposed to be taking them to New America. So uh, Doc and 10K, being the optimists that they are, volunteer to go and help. I think they just wanted to shoot some yeah. <laughs> I think Doc was just too. bored, and that's why he left yep. the camp in the first place. No. <laughs> I mean, he was fighting zombies with hammers, so... Yeah, he's like, I gotta go get my morning exercise. Yeah. Gotta get some calisthenics in there. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, and the weird thing about the convoy isn't so much that it's not coming for them. You know, people get killed in the zombie apocalypse all the time. People you know. die when they're killed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's usually how it works. And then in this series, they come back. Uh, but the, everybody in the convoy has just straight up vanished. They've Roanoked on this. Yes! That's exactly what I was going to bring up! I love. <laughs> I want to get on your level, Michelle. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have compared it 
to Roanoke up until the same thing happens at the camp. Yeah. See, and my thought on that was because Red was on the, if I'm recalling this correctly, Red was on the radio and there was static and then we had that cutaway. My first that, thought was that crazy intense zoom in like directly yeah. on her. My first thought was, oh, it's like Cell. And my second thought was, I really hope it's not like Cell. Cell was terrible. Cell, <laughs> like Cell on the, the. Like the, Cell. Like, oh, uh, like the Stephen King. Stephen King. King. Oh, okay. That was a book was that was say. good for about 100 pages. Uh, but yeah, part of the big impetus for what happens there is it's kind of a zombie story where some odd sing- signal goes out over cell frequencies, and so everyone who is on their phone at the time, like physically talking on their phone, gets infected, and it drives them insane. Kind of rage zombie sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the book decides it wants to be intellectual and starts doing other things, and it's not nearly as good, but that first bit with it's coming over the cell signal, it's coming over the airwaves, was my knee-jerk reaction for this. Because, you know, the convoy's got to be using radio to communicate car to car. Yeah. And then they're using radio to communicate with their away team. So, yeah, if the signal's coming over the radio, it makes sense. I thought it was interesting that, because this is the second time that I can clearly recall where it, the signal cuts out on the coordinates. It's probably more than the second time in, in mm. the season. Oh, yeah. the that's a good observation. Good. But it cuts that's out a good detail. on the coordinates, and then 10K comes on the radio, clears a bell. And he's like, we're fine. <laughs> he says something more graceful, but he's basically like, I'm busy, Red. So I, I would like to shoot something. Somebody's listening. Who in this series have we noticed who listens in on radio transmissions? Yeah, but he doesn't send kill signals. <laughs> no. Who knows? Maybe he's infected. Maybe <laughs> just hitting buttons. It's been a long two years. Yeah. So this is the yeah. done. Yeah, so this is done. Baby like, is I try to help you guys. Buttons on the but. control panel. <laughs> well, we don't know what happened to him. But I'm not thinking so much that he's responsible, so much as he's been hacked again, mm. or somebody also has equal access to his um to the to the technology that he had, or. Kaya has gone full supervillain because he never came back. Mm. Although I highly doubt she remotely has the capability of making people disappear. So maybe this has to be a joint effort. And I don't think it's her. I'm just saying that for them to cut out specifically on the coordinates, that's either a very fortuitous coincidence on the part of whoever's responsible or it's deliberate. That's my thought. Could be either. So, again, they gave you, and we don't want spoilers, obviously, mm-hmm. and we, we don't want to make you say anything that would break an NDA or anything like that, but when uh, when you were handed the script and they gave you nothing, did you have any theories in your mind about, like, okay, where, where is Sunmei going to end up? Um, or did you have any wish list of, like, hey, you know what would be cool? I would love for her to go here. <laughs> I When I read it, I thought it was going to be some weird zombie hybrid creature so I reading it I thought it was going to be a really big build up to seeing something that's going to get revealed later but um, I'm hoping it's something more positive so that I <laughs> so that I'm still alive <laughs> that would definitely be a plus yeah 
But yeah, any theories, guys? Did this go? Did, did everybody at the base camp go to the same place as Roanoke? Or say they went to Roanoke. <laughs> I, just, I I just recently binge watched the Roanoke season of American Horror Story because it got added to Netflix. So when two disappearances happened, I just shouted Roanoke, Roanoke. My, <laughs> and Croatoan at my TV, and nothing happened. So. I'm, I'm actually hoping um, it's going to be Emilio's character that comes back and yeah. Oh my gosh! Because I, I love Emilio, and uh, he come back, and you know. That would be amazing. Yeah. And he's alive, he saves kind the day. of? Yeah. <laughs> well, his eyes he's opened like a, and they were weird cat eyes. So maybe he's like a superpower. I, maybe, this is, maybe this is better for predictions, but I think they've been transported to Numerica. Wherever <laughs> that is, that's my thought process of like, oh, you guys want to go to Numerica? Okay, whoop, you're here. And so in the middle of the apocalypse, someone built a teleporter. <laughs> No, I mean we had a U. We've had UFOs in this show. But that we've had, had people zombie with funding. <laughs> the UFO was from people with funding. That's fair. Maybe the zombie scrum just swept them all away. <laughs> they all went out. Was like, Maybe. and they're all in one circle, and the scrum just. Um, you just hear the Katamari Dama theme music, and zombie, it's, it's growing ever louder. A zombie tornado came in and just swept everybody. Up. There you go. <laughs> We've seen that already, but yeah. So there's precedent for it. Um, <laughs> uh, Alicia Perez says, "Was anybody hoping to see the ball of zombies roll by? We did have it in the last episode." Um, but okay, so talking uh, to shift gears away from the camp because that's just a huge question mark. Let's talk about this standoff scene because we have Lucy and Addie. They've been captured by the Zone of pe- uh, Peeps who have set up this trap for the group investigating the convoy. And in the ensuing firefight, we get two things. One is we have a soldier who gets mercied. And comes back. He comes back as a Z. And there's this wonderful extended sequence of him constantly getting <laughs> that was going. That was really forth. funny. I have to say, like, ding, 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 ding. That was only in Z Nation where you're just playing ping pong with a zombie. Like, it's, it's yeah. like that was pretty old amazing. Cartoons where you have a character walking one way and it's like a shooting gallery, and someone shoots and they turn on a dime and go back the other way. It was it's pretty. Like, yep, it was, pretty it was very Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it actually reminded me of the 1980s board game classic Crossfire. <laughs> Little metal balls, and you have a you have a stationary gun that you hang on to, and you have to get these sliding things like well, shapes. Goals. Well, shoot, um, we, we missed a grand opportunity. Side. We should have opened with the crossfire theme because that is an amazing <laughs> commercial theme song. It is, but then, it's a little wild. bullets, those tiny metal balls. Like it just reminded me of trying to get the the star into the enemy's yeah and it, goal. Uh, and that is that is amazing. <laughs> that is my favorite comparison I think I've ever heard of. Crossfire, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it was a. It, it sounds a, familiar. Though, it was a big toy baby. in the nineties. Uh, yeah. It was a big toy board game. I don't it know. Sounds familiar. Like it, and yeah. when you guys said the little jingle, I was like, yeah. Yeah, commercial. I never yeah. owned the game, but gosh darn it, if that theme isn't like buried into my brain. Neither <laughs> did I, but same. <laughs> I owned it. This is why she well, can it make the looked. I had two brothers, so yes, I yeah. owned it. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, so did I. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, the, the point being, as, as hilarious as this scene was, as quintessential Z Nation humor as it was, the big thing here is, and we touched a bit on this last week, but the big thing here is that headshots no longer work, which I feel like is pulling the rug right out from under anybody who's ever watched anything zombie related. It is almost ubiquitous among the genre that a headshot works. And I, I'm sure that Z Nation didn't necessarily invent the headshot doesn't work, but I am hard pressed to think of any other examples where that was a factor in either zombie TV shows or zombie movies. Like, I'm trying to think of one and I'm like, I'm coming up empty. I don't, I can't think of any immediate examples of where it's been done before. If you can think of one, put it in the comments, put it in the hashtag, put it somewhere where we can see it. Cause yeah, I, I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, we, we got, uh, Alicia Perez on Twitter saying, this gift was my reaction to the headshot not working on the guy they gave mercy to, and it's, uh, a gif of Warren going, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that just about sums it up, because guys, what do you do if you, if a headshot doesn't kill a zombie? Yeah. Set it on fire? You have to, Cut like, the head off. stake yeah, it to the ground. decapitation. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And even then, <laughs> I think, cut off the jaw and the arms. Yeah, like Michonne. Oh, oh yeah, like Michonne. There you go. I I still wouldn't necessarily trust it. Like I feel like it would still run <laughs> after you. At the very least, it's a lot less threatening though. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'll just give you a hug. The only <laughs> other types of quote unquote zombies that I can think of where headshots don't necessarily work are straight up deadites, and those are demons, so that doesn't even count. Yeah, that's not, that's different. Yeah, that's that's an extended process. You have to get a chainsaw involved, and that's just, that's messy. It's really messy. So, yeah, this is, it It turns what used to be you had to have a, a horde of zombies or a special kind of zombie for a single zombie to be a threat, and it's immediately turned one zombie into a huge threat. It also makes again. your sharpshooters effectively useless. Mm-hmm. Were the nuclear you, zombies able to be killed with a headshot still? No, because they had the hard heads. The blasters? Yeah. Yeah, they had the hard heads. So, so you yeah. had to get creative. Yeah. But again, that was like a very specific type. From what we're seeing here is that it's becoming a ubiquitous thing. This guy was fresh. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Which might be the virus mutating in people now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess the, the only thing you can do is, like, take out their kneecaps and then just hope, hope that you can outrun crawl. them. Yeah. 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 Just hope you can outrun them. Yeah, you straight up have to dismember a zombie in this in this capacity in order to keep it from attacking you. a lot you. more bullets. It uses a lot more bullets. It takes a lot more time, and it's a lot more harrowing. So we are into Deadite territory. Mm, no, that's still very different. But yeah, it's it's not a good situation in any capacity. Um, I do also want to talk about like the fact that in this episode we have Doc, or not Doc, but Ten K and Addy essentially having a shoot off with one another without being aware involuntarily. Of it. Yeah, yep. without being aware of it, um, which. Can we just give props to Addie for being able to, like, be that effective of a sharpshooter with one eye? Mm-hmm. Like, dang, girl! <laughs> I yeah. didn't know she yeah. could shoot like that, so... 
Don't you Good just for her. need one eye for the sight? I, I <laughs> <laughs> do not get me wrong. That's very impressive. I mean, if you're using, but don't a, you typically close one eye to shoot? If you're using a scope, I believe so, which she was. But otherwise, you want to keep both eyes yeah, open when shooting. Both eyes open. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you you limit you your depth perception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you limit your depth perception, and it just like yeah, yeah. And the two bullets hitting each other. <laughs> so funny. That actually has historical precedent. It does. Back when people used to have duels. Because toxic masculinity is a thing. That too. You're welcome for that. <laughs> I was thinking of, there's also a very specific duel where that happened. Really? Both men shot at each other. I, I can't remember if they were brothers or if they were just very close. And they shot at each other, and the bullets hit each other halfway through the field. And wow. everyone was like, what the heck is going on? That's Where'd the crazy. bullets go? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, multiple instances what are the of chances? historical precedence. Yep. Well, uh, did, it, Without a sign, like, you're not going to kill each other, or did they, they still Well, they both fired their shots, so it's like, all right, um, well, let's just be done with this. And Well, Addie rec- sees him and recognizes him, which I think is probably a huge surprise to her because she had probably written off everybody else is mm-hmm. dead and gone. Um, so this this is, I feel like it's a good way to like set up that the gang is bit getting back together again and that we're not going to waste any time with it because it's been like a recurring theme for the last four seasons to get the group together, break them apart. Get the group together, break them apart again. Um, so it's been a long time in in the story, both in the story and just in the series in general, since the group has been united and together again. So it's nice to see that she recognizes him and that she's like, oh, what are the odds of that? Before um, Before inevitably they're all separated again. And since she gets separated from Lucy here, that's probably tracking down Doc and 10K is probably her next move of like, I'll get together with the group again or whoever's left, and then we'll get Lucy. That's my guess. And Lucy might be making a day trip to Zona, which is currently hell. Oh, gosh. Although, here's a question, and we didn't really see it much with Murphy, but do you guys think she would have a connection with the people of Zona like she does with regular zombies? Possibly. Or if we're looking for the blends to come back, she might find them. And Ooh! And then be queen of the zombies! <laughs> the new blend queen. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool! But yeah, we have a son in chat saying, I wonder if Lucy or Murphy can control the new zombies. Mm. I'm that gonna... power is kind of perpetually in flux, so we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, it really depends, and these guys look like they're super ragey, so I I wouldn't necessarily think so, but we'll see. All right, guys, we, we got other stuff to talk about. We've got a little bit of news and gossip to get to, but first I want to start talking about predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So the gang's getting back together again? That's going to be a happy reason? We're going to solve this mystery. <laughs> Michelle. The case of the missing girlfriend and also everyone else. <laughs> Any thoughts? I don't know. No, now that you've said um, that whole kind of joke thing about um, Lucy going to Zona, I kind of feel like that would be such a fascinating storyline if they just missed each other. Oh, and they, have to, they have to work to get back to Zona and it's not what anyone thinks it is anymore. And maybe the blends do come back into play. 
Because the Zona guys, their orders, as far as they know, are still to bring her back. Mm -hmm. So they show up and the whole place is a garbage fire. It's like, oh, this is new. Shoot, what do we do? Maybe Zona has a contingency plan. We still have Mr. Sunshine there. Yes, uh, we have Michael uh, in uh, on the hashtag going. Don't forget about the crazy doctor Mm -hmm. with the gas and the zombie hand. He may still complete the reset later on. So that's still a factor. Again, this is also assuming that maybe he wasn't inoculated. Maybe he's yeah, he could definitely. That's probably what Warren's visions are about. That's my guess. Maybe Zona will be the testing ground for the reset to see if it works on all these crazy people. And if it does, hey, hello, world. That's a twist. Ooh. I like that. Ooh. You think you're special because you're the point oh 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 one percent Guess what? You're exactly what the world doesn't need. Well, now that they're all homicidally insane, like change of plans and also a smaller sample group. There you go. Minimize the damage to the rest of the world if there are any adverse side effects. I like it. Well, adverse side effects that include the sky being on fire. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Um, To me, like, yeah, all of her visions of uh, the... People melting? Yeah. (laughs) It just screams, like, Terminator-style nuclear apocalypse. But but, yeah, let's... uh, I I think if that does it for predictions, let's get to some news and gossip. AfterBuzz TV News. And alive, that is loud. So... Katie, I'm going to go ahead and let you handle this one because you brought this to our attention before the show, and this is really exciting. This was actually sent to me from one of my friends in Spokane. So, Spokane locals, this is going to be your thing. The scariest half mile of your life to be held in Riverside State Park. The hike is sponsored in part by Z Nation. Organizers said the sponsorship is upping the makeup game and zombies will be scarier for for this year's hike more than in years prior. So, yeah, there's a zombie hike on Saturday, October 21st. Do the thing, win the stuff. I wish I was in Spokane. <laughs> that would Maybe be you so can start much one here in LA. So, basically, you hike the trail and there's zombies. <laughs> I've done zombie runs before. Not Nothing uh, in terms of like official sponsored by Z Nation. Sort. This was before Z Nation was ever a show. I've done zombie runs in the past, and guys, they are so much fun. So, uh, if you happen to be in Washington, uh, in the area, I, I definitely encourage you to go because it sounds like it's going to be a hoot. Um, all right. I think that kind of just about does it for news and gossip. Guys, uh, do we have any final thoughts uh, before we wrap up? We, we still got a couple minutes. I want to talk to our guests. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> any final thoughts on this week's episode? Ah, that, that <laughs> mostly noise. that. Yep. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I think that just about sums it up. Um, I feel like that's a pretty solid summary <laughs> with, with, with the cannibalism and the disappearing people and the everything. I concur. Uh, Sydney, again, thank you so so much for coming on uh, the show and talking to us about what it's been like coming back for the season. Do you have any other upcoming projects that you can tell us about? Um, not right now. No. Um, just looking forward to. Uh continue with, with Z Nation. So, But thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, thank you for coming. Any, anything else that you want to let the fans of this show who uh, have been really excited to see season four, um, anything you want to let them know? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> keep you watching, know, guys. Yeah, keep, keep watching, keep being fans, and hopefully we come back for our fifth season, you know? Um, I'm glad you guys are, you know, enjoying the show and getting the, the creep factor and the, you know. Oh, it's um, been so yeah. fun. 
all that. So it's been <laughs> well, a very good time. Well, again, okay. we, we really appreciate you taking the time. And, of course, the continued support of the cast and crew. You guys have just been phenomenal. And we you've been exceedingly gracious with your time, and we really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, where can people go if they want to keep up with you? Um, you can go to my Instagram at Sydney Ving Luang. My Twitter is at Sydney Ving and Facebook Sydney Ving Luang. Thank you Pretty so, easy. so, so much again. <laughs> Michelle, where can people keep up with you? You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. All of my shows are coming back. It's going to be completely nuts. Voltron starts next week, Mondays at 9. Arrow starts this week, Thursdays at 9, because CW moved the day on this. Thursdays at 10, rather, for us. It's going to be a good time. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Uh, I am on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. We will see you all next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Roanoke! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.